Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber and our guest today, Stuart Tomper, representing Nordic Naturals. Geez, there's over a hundred different manufacturers of Omega oils and apparently, tell us more about this, Nordic Naturals is quite ecologically oriented. What makes them so good and how, what do they stand for out in the environment? Well, it's a very uh, interesting and perplexing subject at exactly the same time. I mean, we're dealing with fish, so the first gut instinct is, well, that's not really a renewable source, um, and we're concerned about overfishing and what's going to happen if we keep taking these fish out of the water, and I think that these are all very valid concerns, and I think that's why Nordic Naturals really does stand head and shoulders above other fish oil manufacturers simply because as a vertically integrated Norwegian-based company, we work in very, very strict accordance, not only with the Norwegian medical standards, but also their fishing standards as well. And I know it's a small country and that they can see their borders. And, you know, I've often been told, oh, well, you know, well, they're socialists, so of course they can spend the money to keep the place clean. But in the final analysis, We don't fish from overfished waters. In fact, many fish oil companies, unfortunately, are out there with giant trawlers taking huge chunks of fish out of the oceans, uh, and it's very irresponsible. And what we do, Nordic has a a very close relationship with all the local fishermen, and these little boats, they just go back and forth. They're beautiful. They're these hand-painted, hand-lathed, wooden boats that are, you know, like 50, 60 years old, and all of the fish are line caught. And when we bring the fish back to our facility, say in the case of the cod, when the liver is removed, the cod is sold in Norway in the fish markets that day. And there's an incredible watch group out there, um, uh, and we were recently given a best choice award from OceansAlive.org. So if you're really interested in finding out about our biosustainability, we are also a completely green company in our central headquarters in Watsonville, California, with extensive recycling, with a very serious green initiative. And I want to remind people that the Norwegians have been doing that since the Vikings. So it isn't like a trendy subject that they see uh, to get involved in. And in terms of how do you really wave through all of the bottles on the shelf, um, you know, as long as we have a few minutes, I'd like to point out the three major factors that I encourage people as an educator, and this is not marketing, this is just so you do your due diligence. Uh, the first thing to notice uh, if you're taking a fish oil, look on the back of the label and see if under the supplement panel, if it says the words natural triglycerides. Have you heard this term yet? Yep. Okay, because you read the book. (laughs) A lot of people haven't. And the thing is, what's the difference between that and commercial fish oil? Well, commercial fish oil is actually considered semi-synthetic. It's what's known as a chemically modified ethyl ester. So you want to make sure that whichever fish oil you're taking, that it's natural, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, this stuff is still not regulated by the FDA. So how do you know if it's safe? You need to have third-party independent testing. So you know that there's high levels of purity and freshness, and and you should be able to call a manufacturer and have them fax those over or email those to you, right? Right. Send them over to you. 
You know, this makes me wonder how many of these companies are doing it from farm-fed salmon uh, areas. Oh, it's a it's it's a great question. I mean, if you don't want to eat farm-raised salmon, why would you want to eat farm-raised fish oil? And and even if it is a good uh, source of fish, if it's overfished, or in certain cases there's a there's a real big buzz now to use krill. They're making a, a an omega oil out of krill. Yes. And they're taking all those krill out of the there's there's Taking it away from the whales. Yeah. Right. That can't be earth friendly. Right. And and in the final analysis, and and I always like people to keep this in mind. This is probably the most important thing that I will share tonight in helping people understand the difference between Nordic Naturals, and that is we must insist that our dietary supplement manufacturers provide us peer-reviewed human research on the finished branded product yes and this is a major point of distinction nordic naturals uh, has been involved in over a dozen major peer-reviewed human clinical studies uh, and in terms of uh, fast food fast moods i'm sure you might have noticed uh, in the press release that if not we're sending this out with the free packet of information and the samples we were recently published in the journal of clinical psychopharmacology where we demonstrated Dr. Laura Biden did an amazing human study, double-blind, placebo-controlled, randomized human study, showing an 80% reduction in anxiety in four months with the Nordic Naturals fish oil. I, I don't doubt it. You know, you get the right nutrition, your body can start uh, fending off stress and, and chaos. And that's a, that's a big deal these days. It, you are so right. And in addition, giving the cells back the essential fatty acids they need for the flexibility of that permeable cell membrane. We call it neuroplasticity. And if you look at the brain and how the brain is basically a, a big electrical circuit, yeah. and if you don't have the right fats in the cell membranes, the spark plugs in your brain can't fire efficiently, and that causes all kinds of psychological problems. You know, if anyone knows much about fish... You, you know, you, you get the same-day fish, that's a huge difference from weeks out or even days out. The same-day fish is, is a huge difference. And that's why the fish oils, I think, are in a unique class because you can measure those uh, oxidative, what we call peroxyl-free radicals. That would be the oxidation of the fish to tell you how fresh it is. Uh, between the time it's caught yes. and when it gets to the facility, yeah. uh, what happens during manufacturing, and then a total of what we know as totox, total oxidization. Mm -hmm. And Nordic Naturals is testing so far below the Council for Responsible Nutrition, the Norwegian Medical Standards, the European Pharmacopoeia, that we have won awards around Scandinavia in this country for the purest and freshest fish oil. That's why we send it out for free, you see, because if you taste it, and we have fish oil that tastes like strawberry, peach, lemon, and it doesn't even taste like fish oil, then you really are excited about it. Yeah, that. we had some of that. That's delicious. Hey, you know, I have a, a question. They, we say that eating more fish because there's more toxins in the ocean can be toxic. Is there a way that you can clean these oils or purify them from the toxins? Well, that's interesting. We've, we've come up with a multi-patented uh, technology that first filters the fish oil through a, a bentonite uh, and uh, even diatomaceous earth-type clay. 
a very dense, dense, dense clay, like a kind of a clarifying mask you yes. would use on your face. Yep. Clay we, does that. They say uh, when you have a lot of bowel problems and, and body problems, if you do uh, certain clays, they'll just pull the toxins right out of your system and they'll go, they'll run right through you. And that's and so we fill absolutely. So we filter through that first, right? And then we go through something known as molecular distillation. The molecular distillation is a very sophisticated process that removes all heavy metals, dioxins. PCBs, flat PCBs, and in the case of omega-3 fish oils, what's great about this is you can measure that so you know you're getting a clean product. Yeah. Sort of like a reverse osmosis for the oil. Absolutely. I should be on this show all the time. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. So um, did you have a question? Well, I was interested in hearing how they first got onto this, the Alaskan uh, studies. Well, this is this is so interesting. Thank you for asking that because that's usually my favorite part of the show that people understand sort of the timeline of what happened here. And you know, before the 1750s, these cod liver oils and fish oils were used as a kind of a folk remedy, but nobody knew quite how they work and worked until Dr. K, K A Y Samuel K, at the Manchester Infirmary uh, in Great Britain documented that a spoonful of cod liver oil actually knocked out arthritis in his patients. Now, Dr. K was pretty bright, but, you know, we didn't quite understand the whole enzyme, uh, arachidonic acid, eicosanoid, prostaglandin production. We didn't understand all that stuff. He just knew that it worked. And then fast forward many years forward during the um, 19, uh, late, uh, like 1929, 1930, uh, Burr and Miller discovered that if you starved laboratory animals of fat, they would get quite sick. Mm. And they identified essential fatty acids. They didn't make a distinction between omega-6 and omega-3. They didn't quite understand that yet. Yes. But they knew these were critical. Soon after that, Francis and Tillett discovered C-reactive protein. That's what we talked about earlier, the measurement of inflammation in the blood. And during the Second World War, remember, the Germans were occupying Norway. The trade routes were shut down. The Norwegians were forced to go back to the seas fishing and eat more fish. We tracked a 60% reduction in their coronary heart disease. And then the great, great work of Dr. Sinclair, uh, when he went up and looked at, uh, you know, native Inuit peoples. Yes. This is what you're talking about here, Charmaine. What he noticed with the Inuits was they were eating whale blubber, seal meat, and fish fat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for, for generations. They had the lowest levels of coronary heart disease on the planet. Well, that doesn't sound low fat. It's the highest fat diet. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. The yeah. They didn't eat bread, and they didn't eat, you know, toast for breakfast, right? And they didn't eat all kinds of uh, cookies and all kinds of things like this. And this is what was so fascinating. Their noses would bleed real easy. If you bump the nose of one of these Inuit people, they would get an easy nosebleed, but they would live until they were 90. You know, they're out there hunting seals and things like that. Living so, till 90 in that harsh, harsh climate. Wow. And vitally till 90, I would imagine. You see, that's what makes it. And, and the reason I think that the fish oil manufacturers have taken that in general and they've corrupted those facts is because, you know, remember what I said about the natural triglycerides? Right. You have to imagine, if they were eating all that fish fat... And the Norwegians went back to eating pickled herring. Uh, and Dr. K used raw 
cod liver oil. I mean, it must have tasted terrible. They would just squeeze it into a bottle. It tasted like rotten shoe, right? <laughs> but it right. was raw. It you, wasn't. It wasn't chemically modified. You don't want to. You don't want to bite into my shoe. Well, <laughs> I'm sure it was just as bad as this stuff. <laughs> this stuff was terrible. But see, think about that. People misunderstand, and they think, oh well, the fish oils of today. Uh, are just like the fish oils of yesterday, except they're cleaner. No, no, the difference is this. The fish oils of, uh, of back then were just, were, were raw and unadulterated, and today most of them are chemically modified. Yes. That's... And that's why it's important that people understand what are unadulterated natural triglyceride fish oils and why do you get such great results with them. You know, all the time you're talking this last four minutes, I'm, I'm having the idea that Alzheimer's is caused a lot by a problem with these oils. You, you are so right on. The amyloid plaque buildup in the brain is uh, undeniable. The inflammatory cascade and that's role, its role in Alzheimer's and dementia. In fact, a study recently published in one of the uh, journals on neuropsychology was really pretty amazing. They looked at about 900 people. And they were older folks, you know, many of them up into their 90s. And, and during this whole study, about 131 of the people in the study developed Alzheimer's. They tracked this. Listen to this. Of the people that ate fish one time per week, they had a 60% lower rate of, our, of uh, developing Alzheimer's. One time a week. Just once a week. Isn't that something? Now, now, is there a difference with the kind of fish or how you cook it? Any of that makes a difference? Oh, yes. Oh, good question. Yeah, that's why, first of all, the mercury card we're sending out is good to tell you which fish are low in mercury, but the fish that are the highest in the omega-3 fatty acids would be the cold water oily fish. So I'll list them, the best ones. Sardines and anchovies, cod, tuna, wild-caught salmon, you can't fry the stuff. You can't overcook the stuff because you kill it. Freshwater fish is loaded with mercury and toxins because the rivers are more polluted. So you have to be careful with what you're doing out there. You know, all this is listed in the book called Fish Oil. And the book is written by Joseph C. Maroon, M.D., and Jeffrey Bost. Is it Bost? Uh, Bost. Bost. P-A-C. Again, the book is called Fish Oil, and it lists everything we've talked about today. You know, the guy in here that writes, it says that it's written in everyday language. No, it's not. I read it, and I chuckled and said, I said to Keith, <laughs> I don't know about everyday language. I mean, I had to reread some stuff a few times because there's a lot of big words, but... It lays it out, and, you know, after I bead with it, I really started to yeah, wrap my brain around it, and I get it, and anybody else, if I can do it, so could you. You know, it's interesting you mentioned Dr. Maroon. While we have a few moments, we really should quickly talk about him, because often people hear these doctors, and are they natural doctors, and it's great, they're, they're you know, bucking the system, and they're yeah. mavericks. This, this, this gentleman's a different sort of doctor. He is not only the head of the neurosurgery department at Pittsburgh School of Medicine. He's the team neurosurgeon for the Pittsburgh Steelers, so he knows a lot about pain and inflammation. Sure. He is the author of 250 peer-reviewed scientific papers, editorial board member of neurological research, reviewer of five medical journals, including JAMA, and he's also an Ironman triathlete to boot. He's a brain surgeon. He cuts into people's brains, okay? 
Right. And the reason he was so turned on by this is when Vioxx was pulled off the market, Yes. he had to find a natural anti-inflammatory. So he was looking at bromelain and papain and turmeric and ginger and all these things that are like natural band-aids. They are. They're like natural alternatives to Vioxx. Mm -hmm. And he realized what you have now understood by reading the book, that for inflammation, the body needs EPA and GLA, the essential uh, uh, nutrients that are found, these rare and delicate omega fatty acids that are not made by our bodies, thus we must get them through diet. Yes. He realized giving them back to people wasn't a natural cure for arthritis. It was giving the body back what it needs to deal with the arthritis. Sure. Exactly. We need to take a break. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmay Amber. Our guest is Stuart Tomp, and we're talking about the book Fish Oil, written by Joseph C. Maroon, M.D., very, very interesting and valuable. We're talking about omega oils and how much we need them, and we're going to talk more and give you a number out when we come back. Stay with us. <laughs> 